I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I was having one of those nights the other night, you know? It was a cloudy, chilly, dreary night, and and there was screaming about waving the white flag of surrender all over the television news. You get tired of that, you know? So I turned off the TV set, and I gotta tell you, the quiet was sounding just fine. And then all of a sudden, I got mooned. This brilliant full moon burst out of a break in the clouds and it and it poured into the skylight over my big comfortable manly black leather papa chair in our living room. It actually startled my lady wonder wench. She was sitting across the room from me on the couch and I think she must have felt that, that cool moonlight touching her soft lovely face because she just said oh <laughs> and she smiled. And then that that moonlight slipped into her eyes and, and the whole world sparkled and turned blue. Well, my whole world did anyway. I don't know why whoever is running the universe suddenly decided to moon me, but I gotta tell you, it was one brilliant instant that I'm planning on taking into eternity with me. I've always wondered why our moon doesn't have a name. You know, moon isn't a name. The moon is a description of a satellite that orbits a planet. All the other planets' moons have names. Why can't our moon have a name, huh? Let's figure this out. Who does the moon remind you of? Well, look, it stays out all night, every night. It is slightly tilted. It's all pockmarked. It's always mooning people. Who does it remind you of? It ought to have a name. Then we could say things like, hey, there's a full dick out tonight. (laughs) Well, maybe given our level of political correctness, maybe not. But how about, hey, there's just a little sliver of Barbara showing tonight. That'd work. Like most Louie Louie generation guys, I have a tendency to wonder about stuff like that. For example, I've often wondered, why aren't we allowed to sing at the table? Maybe it's because there's no eating songs. Have you ever thought about that? There are drinking songs. So why aren't there eating songs? Remember when I was just a kid, I used to like to sing a little tune at that dinner. And uh, one night I was singing this little song and... It began to annoy my dad, probably because I was singing and he was a musician. And he finally said, Dickie, shut up and eat. And I made the mistake of trying to explain how impossible it is to eat with your mouth shut. He started talking very fast in German, something about Du bist ein Dummeresel. I've always tried to explain things logically. I had my face removed at the dentist's office the other day because Dr. Drill Grinder keeps wanting to scrape what he calls plaque off my teeth. 
I tried explaining to him that Big Louie, the chief mustard cutter of my Louie Louie generation, says that nature puts plaque on our teeth for a reason. It's there so we can keep an eye on it. That's why we have eye teeth. He was not amused. He just said open wide. So I, I said, listen, I'm concerned. If you dentists scrape all the plaque off our teeth and release it into the waterways, it'll settle and harden there. And then eventually our sewers and rivers will fill up with our plaque. And only you dentists can remove plaque with those little metal hooks and that nasty drill. And then you send a bill. That's going to get pretty expensive. And it seems to me that a little bad breath is a small price to pay for keeping down the out-of-control dental costs to our state and federal governments. I thought I had him, but he wasn't going to wave the white flag of surrender like those guys on the TV news. He just said, sir, shut up and open wide. <laughs> I, I think wisely passed on the opportunity to tell him that you can't shut up and open wide at the same time. I figured he was the guy with the mask and the, the dangerous weapons in his hands. <laughs> Dick's Details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's keeping you awake out the other ear and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. The difference between human DNA and chimpanzee DNA is just 1%, that's all. You look around at the people in Congress and it seems to me like 1% might be a difference that's too small to be noticed by many voters on election day. Hey, you know what you call a flightless bird found in Iceland? I'll tell you in a minute. The smart guys in the white lab coats tell us that they are training wasps to replace drug-sniffing dogs for several police departments. I would think that wasps would be especially good at sting operations, don't you think? Other smart guys in the white lab coats tell us that frogs' tongues are attached at the front of their mouths. Probably makes them the all-time sexiest animal kissers. I don't know. I've never been kissed by a frog. And a flightless bird found in Iceland is called a frozen chicken. <laughs> Dicks the tails. They take your mind off your mind. You ever hear the sound of a small plane flying late at night under a full moon? If you have, it's probably a single-engine prop-driven plane flown by an overworked and, and underpaid pilot. They call him freight dogs. He is more than likely delivering checks, believe it or not. It's a long story. But it's a tough life. And it's not just because of the hours and the danger and sometimes the difficulty of flying single-pilot at night. That kind of stuff does awful things to a guy's personal life, too. There's nothing out there but the midnight, as far as you can see. The altimeter hands point to 10,000 feet, but it might as well be 10,000 miles. An occasional star pops through the broken layer of clouds above, but the layer below is solid. There's hardly any outside perspective at all except the single-engine growl of my airplane. 
You don't know if you should feel big or small, old and beautiful or young and ugly. Only the instruments can tell if you're right side up, and they sometimes lie. But the only feeling here is that I am absolutely alone. Under the clouds, there are touch-me looks flicking across rooms, private words purring in velvet places, supple leather, black lace, and soft lips coming undone for careful fingertips and on careful words. Telephones are cradled on naked shoulders, and the night is flexing with lovers moving together in the dark. Babies are crying. People are taking each other's lives, earning or losing each other's trust, and trying to deal with being alone. We always meant to make love here, two miles above the city. We were going to take a summer and fly all the way across the country, stopping to eat at small town diners and sleeping under the wing. We were going to always be in love. But someone taught us both that there are rules that we must follow, as if life were some kind of baseball game. But you only get one strike this season. And the first time you touch a member of the other team with your naked body, for any reason, you're gone. Is that how the rule reads, my love? Was I out as soon as I touched her, or was it as soon as I took pleasure in the seduction? Would I have been safe if I hadn't enjoyed it, or? If at least one of us had been wearing a more proper uniform, could you have looked the other way if her lips had been a little cooler? Exactly what was it that I did with her that got me ejected from the game? Every game has its limits. Nine innings, three outs. But only one mortal sin, and you're gone. I have loved you all of the days of my life, and all but one of the nights. You don't want to send me away, but that's the way your rule book reads. And so I must leave you as I have loved you, and I have loved you, not perfectly, but well. And so I will leave you all the rest of the days of my life, and all but one of the nights. It may be tomorrow. It may be next year. It may be a decade or two. But one night, when touch-me looks are flickering across rooms, private words are purring in velvet places, supple leather, black lace. And soft lips are coming undone for careful fingertips. One night, when babies are crying, people are taking each other's lives, and I am still trying to deal with being without you. Then listen, my love.
for a single engine airplane growling two miles up in the clouds. And you and I will love just one more night. down at the lights in the homes and the cars and and you're wondering what the people are doing with each other's lives down there and sometimes you remember how it felt when you were a part of someone's life too gotta be very careful the story is called night flight from the Love Comes When You Least Expected personal audio CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you want a fresh copy, just go back to DickSummer.com. Check out the Love Comes When You Least Expected icon on the homepage. Big Louie, his own bad self, has come up with some interesting statistics about TV's impact on the love lives of today's couples. He says 19% of all couples turn on the TV after sex. 55% of pimple people turn it on during sex. 11% of couples have sex mainly to keep from arguing about money. 83% of couples don't have enough money to argue about, but they have sex anyway because it's the American way. 16% of partners wish they were with someone else. 18% of partners are with someone else. And an awful lot of people just wish they had a partner. You know, those clueless idiots on the TV newscasts screaming about raising the white flag of surrender. Those guys are supposed to be reporting on the important things that are really happening in our lives. You know, genuine reality. I guess they are, to some extent. But there really are other genuine realities, too. Quiet ones. Gentle ones. Cool moonlight touching warm skin. That's real, too. I sure didn't expect to get mooned like that the other night. But as Big Louie always says, you can never tell when something wonderful is going to happen. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths, come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep.